Good morning. The former Loudon detective who was the lead investigator in the Braulio Castillo case is taking Sheriff Mike Chapman, the Board of Supervisors, and the county to court for more than $6 million. His complaint? Chapman's, quote, malicious and callous abuse of his status and authority. For Wednesday, July 26th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Jennifer Montgomery, Executive Director of Loudoun Hunger Relief. Loudoun Hunger Relief, formerly Loudoun Interfaith Relief, is the largest food pantry in Loudoun County. Last year, LHR provided 1.2 million pounds of food to more than 11,000 Loudoun residents. 40% of the people we serve are children. LHR distributes food to families six days a week, year-round. For more information, if you need assistance, or if you would like to donate and help your neighbors in need, please visit our website, loudonhunger.org. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Former Loudon detective Mark McCaffrey filed a lawsuit yesterday against Sheriff Mike Chapman describing, quote, a dynamic of intimidation generated by rudeness, lies, and insulting behavior towards his colleagues, punctuated by screaming and fits of rage, capped by campaigns of unrelenting retaliation by any means against the perpetrators of every perceived slight or difference of opinion. Boy. In December of 2015, Sheriff Chapman did not reappoint Mr. McCaffrey, despite Mr. McCaffrey's 30 years of law enforcement, outstanding performance reviews, and the fact that Mr. McCaffrey was the lead detective in one of the most high-profile murder cases in years, the case of Braulio M. Castillo who was later convicted of murdering his estranged wife and staging her death to look like a suicide. That case was still ongoing when Mr. McCaffrey got the axe. After he left the sheriff's office, the Commonwealth's attorney hired him to see out the rest of the case. Since then, he started working for the public defender's office in Winchester. Mr. McCaffrey and his attorney, Robert Sincar, who actually represents... Uh, Mr. Castillo's children in a civil action against Mr. Castillo, say Sheriff Chapman got rid of him as retaliation for expressing his political views. Mr. McCaffrey voted for Sheriff Chapman in Chapman's first election, but in 2015, McCaffrey supported Eric Noble in the Republican primary. The filing argues that by firing McCaffrey for publicly supporting Eric Noble, Chapman violated McCaffrey's freedom of expression under the United States Constitution and the Virginia Constitution. He also alleges that because of a cooperative agreement between the county and the sheriff, which extends the county's human resources policies to the sheriff's office employees, Loudoun County government and the Board of Supervisors should have protected Mr. McCaffrey from Sheriff Chapman's, quote, malignant narcissism. The sheriff released a statement today calling the suit, quote, a reprised chronicle of false allegations, conjecture, innuendo, and or grossly exaggerated stories designed to smear me, meaning Chapman, our staff, and the honor and integrity of the entire Loudoun County Sheriff's Office. As to the county, which will be represented separately in the case, they released a statement saying they will try to move the case to federal court and won't have any further comment. Historically, suing a sheriff for wrongful termination in Virginia has not been easy. Across the state, cases have often been dismissed or settled out of court. Sheriffs in Virginia have broad authority to hire or fire at will, 
And in the case of policymaking positions, they can even hire and fire for politically motivated reasons in what's called political patronage. But Mr. McCaffrey's attorney says that is not the case here. As a detective, he said Mr. McCaffrey did not make policy, and the sheriff can't refuse to appoint someone because of their right to political expression any more than he can because of their race or gender. And this isn't the first time Sheriff Chapman has faced allegations of political retaliation. Back in April of last year, we found memos detailing 85 transfers and promotions in the sheriff's office, including transferring members of the local chapter of the Police Benevolent Association to less desirable duty for less experienced officers, like from investigating robberies and homicides to working at the jail. The executive director of the statewide Police Benevolent Association said that appeared to be retaliation for the local PBA choosing not to endorse any candidate for sheriff in the 2015 election. This is an absolutely wild court filing. It's 50 pages long and alleges everything from mismanaging the budget to awarding contracts to or hiring campaign contributors to protecting the sheriff's personal friends from law enforcement to showing up to work reeking of alcohol. It portrays senior officers who loathe Sheriff Chapman but do what he says out of fear of retaliation. One passage reads, quote, Chapman's conduct is animated by a single-minded passion to advance his own interests, magnify his own stature and self-importance, and diminish subordinates, which conduct violated Mr. McCaffrey's constitutional rights. As I say, this one is wild. We've got the full story, including the full court filing, if you're curious to see it, over at our website at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. So again, go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the town of Leesburg wrapped up its fiscal year on solid footing. Projections show the town exceeded its own expectations in terms of revenue. General fund revenues in the town budget beat estimates by $1.7 million, according to Clark Case, the town's director of finance and administrative services. Much of that came from higher-than-expected revenues from sales tax, meals tax, and the tourism tax. Those taxes can fluctuate a lot, and finance staff try to make conservative predictions. On the other hand, the town saw significant declines in communications tax, cigarette tax, and traffic fines. Mr. Clark said the drop in communications tax revenue could be because more people aren't getting landline phones. As to the traffic fines, he said the courts have been waiving traffic fines more often and just assessing defendants for court costs. Every town department came in at or below budget this year. The police department, in particular, was 11% under their projected expenditures, which is mostly because of vacancies on the payroll. All in all, Mr. Clark said, the thing that's helping the town out is that the businesses are doing well. County supervisors have voted along party lines not to look at letting unions and other outside organizations put information in the packets they give to new hires in county government. Sterling Supervisor Coran Sains proposed directing county staff to come up with a process to allow non-affiliated third parties with a presence in Loudoun County to place a one-page flyer in the county government's new employee orientation packet at no cost to taxpayers. He said the current rules keep out organizations like the Loudoun Credit Union and the local chapter of the Service Employees International Union. Some organizations, like the Police Benevolent Association and the Loudoun County Career Firefighters Association, already make presentations to new hires during their training. Representatives from the Police Benevolent Association, the Loudoun County Career Firefighters Association, and the local SEIU Virginia 512 all came to the meeting to speak in favor of the proposal. 
Jeremy Mader from the Career Firefighters Association said unions offer an array of benefits to county employees, like finance programs, legal assistance, and life insurance. But Republican supervisors weren't having it. Dallas Supervisor Matt Letourneau said it was a solution in search of a problem and that saddling the county administration with deciding which organizations would get to put a flyer in the new hire packet was opening a can of worms. And Ashburn Supervisor Ralph Bona argued that allowing unions and other organizations to place information in the new hire packets would be akin to the county negotiating against itself. The board voted 6-3 to three along party lines not to move ahead with Supervisor Sainz's proposal, with only the board's three Democrats in support. And the Lovettsville Planning Commission has won a statewide award. The American Planning Association's Virginia chapter recognized the commission with the 2017 Dogwood Award. The Planning Commission was commended for increasing town residents' engagement in the Lovettsville Comprehensive Plan, for working closely with the town council, and for working to create a coalition of planning leaders from other Loudoun towns. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, today is the Village at Leesburg Farmer's Market from 4 to 7 p.m. with the Loudoun Valley Homegrown Markets Cooperative. Miguel Obertin, I apologize if I said that wrong, but Miguel Obertin is playing Acoustic Wednesdays on the plaza at One Loudoun. And just a few of the things happening at the Loudoun County Fair today. The rabbit hopping competition, which I can tell you last year, I actually took a picture of this. It's <laughs> pretty cool. The Kids Band Rock Noceris, the Celtic Rhythm School of Dance, the Oreo Stacking Contest, the Goat Club Parade of Breeds, the Touch a Truck and Tractor event, and a Hypnotist show. To get the details on these events, check out the rest of the events calendar, and see photos from the fair so far at GetOutLoudon.com. Okay, have a great day! Hey.